Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone, around our beautiful planet. Welcome to Dr. Catherine May's Blog Talk Radio Call Channel Panel. Today is July 9th, 2014, and tonight's call is with our beloved St. Germain and his twin flame, Dr. May. And, of course, we're going to do some questions and answers, so that's going to be wonderful. This is Meg, your co-host, calling in from the Atlanta area in Georgia. And Catherine is calling in from her beloved state of New York in the middle of a giant storm that has knocked out her Internet. So we're going to be um, connecting Catherine with our call so we know what to do when that happens, guys. Let's send a big blast of peace and calm to the New York area and uh, ratchet down that rainstorm a little bit. Welcome, Catherine. Hi, Meg. <laughs> That's a great idea. Ratchet down. <laughs> We've had quite a lot of rain the last couple of days. So um, I'm not able to get on to the studio because I don't have any Internet right now. So I'm hoping that you'll be able to run it, even though I did call in on the host line. So we'll see. If you can, if you can run the panel and you can see people calling in, Yes, it and you'll be able to answer questions. Yes. So you can see the panel and the people's names? Sure. Can. Or the uh, phone numbers coming up? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yes. All right. So we welcome questions after the channeling part of the call because we've been promising that. And a couple of times we either ran out of time or um, we haven't been answering so many questions on Sundays. So tonight's the night. We can answer questions. <clears throat> so I know so far 
that St. Germain will be coming, and it's been a very busy week. They told me at the beginning of the week that we were going to get a whole slew of messages, one every day, because it's such an important time. There are so many challenges, and because our world is about to change so dramatically. And they really have kept their promise because so far the message from Sananda and also from St. Germain just gave us all new things to think about and and even a new name for what to call it. (laughs) So uh, St. Germain's message went out today around 5 before the Eastern time. So some people may not have gotten it yet. Um, but if so, they can read it after the call. Um, and then I'm, I believe I'm going to be getting another message tomorrow. And I think that one will be from Archangel Michael, but we'll see whoever decides to come through. Sometimes they change their mind and, you know, depending on what's happening in the world. So we always get the latest information from the, from the ones who are most, um, well, in our terminology, it would be the ones close to the scene. <laughs> but in theirs, it's more like the ones who are most involved in that particular area of our lives. So we can expect to hear from one or another um, several messages, and probably, I know one more at least tomorrow, and then probably more after that, too. So... It's been quite an exciting time. Yes, it has. I barely get done with one and integrate it, and here is the next one. I just did a speed read, Evelyn style, on St. Germain's right before we came on, and it was I've got to go back and read that after. It was just a whole new idea, and uh, and he seemed very intent on getting us ready for what's coming and making sure that we had some good decision-making skills ready to be able to evaluate where we're going to place our blessings and the mindset in which we give. And mm-hmm. it was a lovely reminder. He said something really sort of special about wrapping the money in a new, and I have to go back and find his words, it was sending out the money with a new collective paradigm. Uh, changing this whole idea. It was very it was very fascinating. So I look forward to going back and reading that again. Yes. And I, it was very interesting. I had never thought about it that way, but that money itself became tainted with the ideas and the feelings of lack, competition, mm-hmm. greed, and... Um, the disease that he referred to as, we sort of put this together as I was writing it down, um, uh, lucro, <laughs> lucro, um, hang on a second. Uh, it's like the end of, oh, wait a minute. Um, Oh, I just pulled. I just got a blank. It's Lucronexia. Nexia. That's right. <laughs> right. Like, 
like anorexia. Like anorexia, but, but with luxury. Yeah. Uh-huh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's kind of the opposite of, it's anorexia having, or the opposite of anorexia, but having to do with money. So lucronexia, lucro coming from lucre, like the old description of, you know, filthy lucre is what they used to call money. Mm. <laughs> so came from the expression lucre and nexia having to do with a problem. So it's like the disease of being um, possessed by the ideas and thoughts about money um, in all the dark ways that were intended when money was invented. So, in fact, money was invented to subjugate people and to control the world. So it began, it's not the money itself that's evil by any means, but it was created in order to create slavery, in order for people to, you know, take over all the resources and corner all the markets on everything. And money made it easy easier. So the I think the idea is to strip it of all those original and dark meanings and feelings. And I don't think it would be possible in the world as it is today to have grown up without feeling tainted by those ideas and feelings. I mean, who hasn't stood in front of a store window and thought, oh, I just have to have that, or, oh, I wish I could, or, you know, who hasn't watched other people driving a car down the street and said, oh, I wish I had one of those, or walk through a neighborhood and say, oh, look at that house, it's so much nicer than mine, and so on. So all of those things became associated with having money. So I think the idea is to learn how to remove all those ideas and feelings and with it the energy, the dark energy that the whole economic system has carried within it to completely free us. And what a nice idea to just flood the world with money so that it no longer has the same value. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll take a little while before that's fully into effect, but we'll see what St. Germain has to say about that. Mm. So it was it was filled with a lot of things, but I guess I should mention, well, I would like to mention the just the outpouring of love that I have felt in the last couple of days is just so heartwarming and and delightful. I mean, I just can't thank people enough for the way they stepped up and and channelers who came forward and said, I am ready, I will take the message, I'll ask, um, and I'll bring it forth happily. So it was just it was just so gratifying to see, and especially the i mean 
everyone being so kind. And the feeling of pulling together was was just really wonderful. And the, the thought that I can, you know, really make friends with other channelers. I know their lives are probably as swept up in what they're doing as mine is, so I don't often actually meet other channelers in my day-to-day life. Um, sometimes they introduce themselves, you know, or I get to talk with them. Um, but, you know, unless we really make an effort, we don't end up on the same page because we're always busy channeling the person we channel or doing the work that we do. So it was really fun and interesting to hear from other people who are channelers. And they have offered to, um, as Sananda asked, <laughs> to not leave me here as the only person who's talking about myself, <laughs> which is... Not what I, not my favorite thing to do. So it, it was a really, like all of the things they plan, clever, interesting, wide-ranging, and there's always levels of meaning and levels of who's going to be touched by this and what are we going to learn from this. Every lesson has many, many different facets so that whoever the person is that bumps up against it will learn what they need to learn. So there is no prepackaged lesson. You know, there is no one-size-fits-all. Whatever comes up always has a facet that will apply to the person encountering it. And that is just amazing how they do that. Well, Catherine, if, if yeah, if you'll let me touch mm-hmm. on that for a second, you feel yeah, open please. to. So, I, for those of you who don't know, I hosted. Um, I've been following Catherine for over a year, and um, I just knew my one goal in life was to get to Catherine's visual centering class. I just threw myself into that and said, I know this is what I want to experience in my next level of spiritual evolution. And um, stayed connected. And when I saw she came to Atlanta, I came for a private session and experienced my first visual centering and then talked her into coming down and having a class here and a retreat here for three days. And I got to experience that again. And then we went to Puerto Rico Um, had a beautiful trip there, and got to experience it again. So I've had three different occasions to get fine-tuned with Catherine on my uh, visual centering and how well I can hold that level. So I've I've relayed to her an experience I had with my uncomfortableness with conflict, meaning when I viewed conflict, in front of me or watched it even on a television program like reality show or watched two people in conflict or found myself in conflict I would Mm -hmm. push it away I would shove it away resist it remove myself from the circumstance I was so uncomfortable that I just wanted it gone and I was 
convincing myself that if I just didn't see it, if I turned off the TV, if I wasn't around that person, or if I removed myself, then it would be gone. But lo and behold, as Catherine helped me understand, is that it was it was being in a place that wasn't visually centered, acting as an adult in charge, and I was getting triggered with the, my own anxiety on the inside. So when Sananda wrote his message, the one right before St. Germain, where he talked about being able to, when conflict arises in your life, how to handle that, how to handle two conflicting things within you or what you see in front of you. And he was encouraging us that if we just are able to sit with it, if we just don't push it away and hold space, then we will see a resolution. And Catherine's visual centering allowed me to move back into the center of my brain in my adult where I didn't get so scared or anxious around conflict. So when he wrote that message, I said, oh, that's how I am now able to see conflicting information, to feel conflict within me, and I don't run, and I don't push it away. And I'm able to sit with it and gather all the information I need for my discernment in comfort, in peace, in harmony, to make the best decision I can for me, as opposed to pushing it away. So I wanted to give you, Catherine, that feedback on Sananda's message and what it meant for me and how I think visual centering has allowed me to be able to take more information in that looks conflictual or just from many sources in comfort, in peace, even though they may look like they're in conflict, and garner what I need. And it was very profound that Sananda touched on that, and it helped me realize what visual centering has done for me. So thank you very much um, for that Hmm. gift and what I got from that message. Thanks for that beautiful synopsis and your story. <clears throat> yes, I do remember your <laughs> overcoming those things and working with them really diligently for a long time. You really worked on that issue. Mm-hmm. And it really shows, look how far you've come. It's not an issue anymore. Mm-hmm. So, And you can describe it eloquently. Um yeah, the the thing about the conflict, I really didn't want to talk about the things that were being said about me or, you know, what was going on. But I really, in the channeling from Alicia, who channeled St. Germain in response to Sananda's um, request, it will be posted on the website Um It was a beautiful message from St. Germain. Her name is Alicia Lewis, Um, and she's a channeler, and she channeled this very eloquent and heartfelt message that is so St. Germain. I just really (laughs) loved reading it. (laughs) He really came through. And there was one paragraph that just touched me so I mean he he did talk about 
you know, people don't realize that it hurts when you attack somebody and try to discredit them, but that that wasn't the worst part for me. What was really so painful for me was that there were so many people whose lives I knew I had touched, and I even people that had been communicating with me and even people who came to the workshops who were, you know, unsubscribing as they were directed to do. And that really was so painful because how is anyone supposed to make a clear decision or make a um, or use their discernment if they're not getting any information? <laughs> I mean, that's not discernment. That's as Saint Germain said, putting your hands over your eyes and going na 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 na. Like you were describing, it's the fear of of a conflict, and it that's the part of it that really saddened me because there were people that I've been really close to, um, who just decided they were not going to listen to anything more, and I feel I feel sad for them. I feel sad for all of us that people who were working hard and who were making real strides, and who were taking real risks to work through this material, to listen to these shows, you know, when nobody else they knew, you know, or everybody else thought they were crazy or didn't agree with them or, you know, they had no one else to talk to about it. And many who were making real progress. And then it just, it was disturbing and disappointing for me to see them disappear I'm assuming at some point they'll be back. Um, They will find themselves needing to get more information. That's really what discernment is about, and that's really what making a choice is about. I've often been taught things, even by, you know, Mother, Father, God, or St. Germain, that I said, hmm, I don't know, guys. That doesn't make sense to me. Why are you giving me this information? Usually it was personal stuff. And and then I'd say, okay, I'm just going to wait and see what information comes up next. And every time I would be in that position where I'd be saying, none of this makes any sense at all. Why does this all seem so crazy to me? Then the next week, the next day, I would get more information that would just turn me around. And I'd go, oh, that was the piece that was missing. And I would never have anticipated it. So that's how life is. That's how information is. We often get it a little at a time. And that's pretty much what's been happening with this, too. We're getting information a little at a time. So I'm glad for those who, you know, stuck it out with us, who are um, still still learning, still listening, still um, enjoying this wonderful exchange that we're having. And it's gotten to be more challenging every week and more fun. And I'm sorry, there are some who will be missing it, but 
Good thing we have archives, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, we all get more chances. There will yeah. always be another chance to learn more. <clears throat> so on we go. Every week it's an, a new adventure, and these days it's every day. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it feels that way. <laughs> every day is so much new. <laughs> I talked to several people today who said, I can't keep up. I'm just in the middle of reading the last one, and I haven't quite finished the one before. So, you know, yeah, I'm feeling the same way. But let's see what St. Germain has to say next. Oh, good. So let's see if I can be able to get the word the word out correctly. Lucon, Luke Luco, Nexia. Luco Nexia. A Luke <laughs> Nexia. <laughs> I really oh, laughed. fun with that one. <laughs> that one together, yeah. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> I think he was giggling, too. <laughs> so I'm going to just get, unless you have, oh, we didn't We didn't tell people websites or anything. Okay, <laughs> so and I didn't really. Properly introduce you, Meg. We just kind of launched into this. No, we're good. We're good. We have a good show, and we want to hear from St. Germain, so we're good. And I know we've got some great questions. People are just, I think, going to be really happy to to talk with St. Mm -hmm. Germain. And so let me give you some um, information about finding Catherine's messages. You can find her on her website at whoneedslight.org who needs light.org and there you'll find um more than you possibly could read it is all of her messages from mother father god and other cosmic guests on when god pinched my toe beautiful story of um Catherine's writing her book and others and sananda's new scriptures there are 24 different messages there with sananda as well as her current messages where she is on tour when she's traveling and where her workshops are and then you can also order her book, Who Needs Light, which Mother God calls the Manual for Ascension. There are several payment options there right on the website. Wonderful book. I highly recommend it. And you can also follow um, information with Gabriella as our leader and host on Facebook with Healing for Ascension Tour. Healing for Ascension Tour, where the messages are always posted first. So I always see my messages first on Facebook before I look for my email. So that's really minute-by-minute information on messages coming out and world affairs. And then if you'd like a more personal touch and want to get to know each other and find people in your area that are following this information and doing this spiritual work, you can go to Healing for Ascension Tour group and get to know all of us individually and make friends and share information and do your work together. So those are all options of connecting and finding out messages and, and gathering your communities together. Right. <clears throat> we're, we're going to be re- reorganizing the website so it's easier to find things, but I just talked to our new webmaster, Don, who's home from the Galapagos and is going to be um, posting the new messages. So they will be under current messages for the time being. Um, And I think on the first page we're going to feature Alicia's 
lovely channeling. So it's going to be up there on the website. I bet you he has it up there by now. So all that said, and let's have Meg's, Meg's Facebook page too. This is our wonderful Meg Davis who is a powerful healer in her own right, acupuncturist and alternative healing processes expert. And your website, Meg? It's a Facebook page. And people I mean can find Facebook. Yeah, yeah, good. Um, they can find me at wisdomwithin-megdavis. And I've had several people who have contacted me just for chatting about some health issues, which is lovely. And I'm happy just to give my two cents on any um, healing issue that people are facing, just to give the alternative viewpoint on that and just to connect. So wisdomwithin-megdavis. Thank you, Catherine. Wonderful. Wisdom Within, hyphen Meg Davis, our beautiful resource. We also have a picture of Meg I'm going to put up on our slideshow. I'm sorry, I haven't gotten it up there yet, but Gabriel is going to do that for us. All righty, so let's see. Um, let's call in St. Germain and see what he has to say. <clears throat> he's, he's in a good mood tonight. He just saluted. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm here. At, at, at your service. At our service. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. All right, Catherine, so, we'll let you settle in and get comfortable and get some water and take a few deep breaths and connect with your beloved. And it won't be long, and we'll be able to say welcome to our beloved St. Germain. You are most welcome. Why, thank you, Meg. How are you tonight? Oh, I'm lovely. So glad to hear your voice. How are you doing tonight? Oh, we are just dancing in the moonbeams up here. It is a wonderful time. I know I've probably said that before 20 times, but it's becoming more and more wonderful. I I know that there was such a warm response to Sananda's request for people to come forward, and I also want to thank them from the deepest place in my heart I have gotten a number of calls from channelers who wish to help out, and it is so heartwarming and fun and just makes you feel good. You know, when people step forward and say, I'm here and I want to help, what a wonderful thing it is. And it's happening more and more. So many are inspired by this work that you're doing, and so many on the calls have have become more and more uh, connected, more and more willing to to speak out, to ask questions, to share their feelings and their thoughts, and of course, the Facebook page is, is wonderful for that. There are now about 10,000 people, and you would think that 
sharing ideas and thoughts between 10,000 people would be chaotic, but it isn't. It's remarkable how mm, organized and how thoughtful people are. There is a, a protocol on Facebook. You know, people just are really aware that, at least on these pages, that when you post something, you need to think very carefully about it, and it needs to be very personal, and it needs to come from your heart. And so every posting, every conversation is touching and important. And people are able to connect with one another in a wonderful way that you wouldn't expect would be possible on the Internet. But it is. There's a wonderful tone and energy about it. And when a when a project begins and continues in the flow of light and loving energy, it becomes more and more imbued with that energy. Just as I was describing in my message this afternoon, the way money picked up the negative and dark thoughts and feelings and became the symbol and the expression of greed and avarice and competition and also the feelings of want and lack and fear. So both sides, the negative feelings of of wishing you had more and the really dark feelings of wanting to just take it all and keep it and not share, all of that became imbued in the monetary system. And so this is what we want to change, not just to make life more comfortable, although that would be wonderful in itself. It's far more Uh, wide-reaching than that. We want all of you to free yourselves from those old dark ideas. Now, for light workers, it's not the ideas of avarice or greed, mostly, although who hasn't felt those things, truly? But that's not the big problem for light workers. For most light workers, it's the opposite. It's the the feelings of want or lack or deprivation even. Many of you have come from humble beginnings in this lifetime. Although, of course, you haven't lived many, many lifetimes in poverty. Everyone gets to have a lifetime where you have plenty when you're doing hard work the way light workers do and so you have experienced both sides but what we want now is a balance that transcends all of what you experienced before we're not looking for a common denominator here or a middle road between avarice and deprivation. No, nothing of the kind. We're looking for an entirely new place, an entirely new sense of 
what it means to experience abundance. Abundance, what a lovely word. It rolls off your tongue, doesn't it? Abundance, it has dance in it. One of my favorite things to do. And this is often why I say to you, we're going to be dancing in the street. Because dancing in the street represents such joyful community feelings. Such pleasure at being alive, being together, celebrating. It implies music, of course. And this is what we want you to think of when you think about the blessings you're going to receive. We often use that word blessings in the place of money deliberately because we wanted you to begin to think of it that way. This is not a pile of gold that you're going to sit upon. It's not a large bank account that will provide 400 times what you might ever need to retire. No. This is a waterfall, a fountain, a source of something flowing and beautiful. And you will be the one who will help to make the river run, who will help create the flow, who will be there with your paddle in the water, if you choose to think of it that way, moving your boat full of happiness and good feelings to a different place, to a group of people who will benefit all up to you how you're going to do this. And this is the beautiful part. When you, when you give a project to five million different people and say, all right now, here are your materials. I want you all to run with it. Imagine the creativity that will be unleashed. Imagine the infinite numbers of good works that people will design and and express and play out and imagine we cannot even grasp no not us in the higher dimensions not you none of us know all the nuances and the pleasures and the variations that will occur in this wonderful project that is just um, at the threshold. Have you imagined, have you envisioned what you are going to do to change the world? You don't have to think of, when you say you're going to change the world, you don't have to mean the entire globe. Look around you. Change your world. 
the ones you live with, the ones next door, the people in your town, those that you know are suffering difficulties. How many of you will set up some kind of fund or foundation where you will be able to give scholarships, where you will provide for those in need? When you're able to do that, from a position of just joy, kindness, generosity. You don't have to ask what they're going to spend the money on. You can provide a fund that will provide for housing. But there will always be some in a good program, let's say, there will always be some leeway for the person who is the beneficiary of your generosity to do something creative and brilliant with it. Make sure you allow for that in your program. This is why the um, Habitat for Humanity has been so successful. It allows for those people who receive to be the ones who help others. It is a complete package when you are someone who benefits from the programs that the Habitat for Humanity group arrange. You help others to build. You learn how. You learn new skills. You make new friends. You create something wonderful, and then it's your turn. And they help you. What a wonderful idea that was. It's a model that can be used in all kinds of places. Don't imagine that you're going to hop on an airplane and go to some poor town in Africa and dig a well and make everybody's life beautiful. You probably don't have the expertise and you don't know the geography and possibly could offend rather than create an answer to their problems. Work with people who have already done those things. Work with the ones who have been most successful. And above all, work with the ones whose light energy you feel immediately when you encounter them. And I don't mean those who have a good presentation or a good, um, a nice, slick way of presenting themselves, or even those who talk, the light worker talk. I do this out of love. Well, do they? Are they doing things that are loving? Check out the people you want to work with. It can be the most thrilling, exhilarating, wonderful experience of your lives. Or it could be very disappointing if you get tangled up with some people who are really trying to just take your money. So this is not a scare 
discussion. I'm not trying to instill fear in anyone. Of course not. I am saying again to you, follow your heart and be truly discerning. And being truly discerning does not mean you take someone's word for something. It means you get up close and personal and you test the water. If someone tells you that river is swift and you mustn't go near it, well, go check it out. Look at it. Stick, in, stick your toe in the water. Is it really ice cold? Is it really black and deep? Probably you'll need a boat. But when people tell you, oh, don't deal with this or watch out for that or, you know, you can't go to that place to help those people because they, you know, they eat people there. Well, do they? Be discerning. Follow your resources. Look for many answers. And if you find enough answers and you talk to enough people, you're going to be able to put the picture together. It's a bit like doing those puzzles, you know. You can't tell what the whole puzzle is going to be like by having one corner. You have to put the puzzle together. Life is like that. Every day you become smarter. Every day you get puzzle every day is a new day I heard a noise on the telephone oh it's all right can you hear me dear Meg yes I'm sorry I was muted you are very clear Saint Germain all right I heard us squeak and a whistle on the telephone. I thought maybe we might have a problem. I just wanted to check. Just make sure the storms hadn't taken my voice away. Yes. (laughs) All right. So we'll go back to our message. I want to paint the picture for everyone of the great adventure you have ahead and the great possibilities for being daring, for being, for stretching your horizons, for envisioning, envisioning projects and, and um, encounters that will be brand new. I am not telling you to be cautious, just the opposite. I'm telling you to reach out Go further. Sharpen your eyes. Raise your level of intelligent reception. You know, humans are made with a wonderful system that's like radar. You have marvelous radar. You must use it. People who use their radar and appreciate it, treasure it, and accept it become very astute at being able to read what's going on around them. 
This is what we call intuition. But it's far more complex and powerful than what's captured by that word. You can't live your life on the basis of hunches, but you can live your life on the basis of your radar. When you are in tune with your very sophisticated, very accurate radar, you know, they created those radar mechanisms to copy what humans can do. It's not the other way around. We have our own radar. Here in the higher dimensions, we can use our radar and Uh, more extensively than you can, but that doesn't make it different, really. It's only different in how far we can see and how deeply we can see, but it's the same ability. If you read the energies around you, the way a dog sniffs the air, if you learn to trust, not blindly, but you learn to pay attention to the signals. Very quickly you learn from yourself. What a concept, isn't it? You learn from yourself. You gather the information, you check it out, and then life plays on as it does always, and you get your answers. Ah, I was right. I knew it all along. How many times have you said that? Oh, I should have paid attention to my intuition. I thought there was something wrong with that person. And lo and behold, I was right. If you look back at every bad relationship you've ever had, I'm sure that you can pinpoint the time when you suspected that something didn't feel right. So, beloved ones, you don't have to be careful. You don't have to be cautious. You certainly don't have to be paranoid or wary. That gets in the way. You don't need all those anxious feelings. Because your equipment is powerful, you only need to pay attention. That's all. Some call it mindfulness. I might call it heartfulness or soulfulness. It's a combination of all those things. When you are listening to your inner voice, Guess who that inner voice is? It's your higher self speaking to you. Well, it might be me too. But it is your higher self. Often Sananda likes to join in, as I do. You have angels all around you who are there to whisper in your ear. But the one that is always there, always nudging you, Reminding you, pay attention, 
Did you just see that? Listen. Listen, beloved ones, and you will have judgment beyond anything that you ever imagined. And that has nothing to do with being judgmental, you know, that New Age idea that nobody should ever come to any kind of conclusion or or know anything for sure because that might make you that might mean you're being judgmental well nonsense how are you going to find your way around the grocery store if you don't use judgment how are you going to find your way home after you've been out you're not supposed to be mindless we want you to pay attention and when you listen carefully you listen with your own ears and with your inner ears you listen with your heart and you listen in companionship with your higher self how can you go wrong how can you be confused How could you possibly be tricked? Even if someone does throw you a curveball that you didn't see coming, well, you'll know how to react. You'll simply respond to what is. Oh, that's a curveball. Now I have to deal with whatever I do when I see a curveball coming. Probably catch it. So life is not a confusing dilemma when you acknowledge you have all the equipment you need. You have great power to know the difference between right and wrong. It is written in your heart and in your DNA to know the difference between someone who is threatening you and someone who is being loving to you. They are not the same. You will know the difference between someone who makes up tall tales to impress you and someone who speaks from their heart in order to reach you with the truth. It's not so difficult. It's not as difficult as everyone has made it. Unfortunately, as soon as a child goes to school, well, of course, many times, much before that, but as soon as a child goes to school, they will be sat down in a chair and made to understand that they really know nothing and that everything they need to know will henceforth be dictated to them. This is the process you've all experienced. This separating you from your true intelligence. You have all experienced that, some worse than others, through your education, your religion, your training. Be aware as we have been reminding you, be aware 
That was the process you have all experienced, having the shoehorn put between you and your intuition, between you and your real intelligence, between you and your heart. But you need not stay that way. You need not restore that division every morning when you wake up. In fact, as soon as you open your sights and open your heart, you will heal. And life will no longer be confusing, upsetting, difficult, overwhelming. Not at all. Why should life be overwhelming? Only if you're operating in a position where you're not connected to your heart. Life is not overwhelming, beloved ones. Difficult, yes. Overwhelming, no. Not when you know that you can ride out the storm. Because you've done it so many times before. There is nothing in life that can defeat you not when you accept you have the power to change the things you don't like, to walk away, to say what you think, to create something new. And what's the worst thing that can happen? You know about death, then you get to spend time with us. What could be bad about that? So you see, life is filled with riches. Some very unexpected kinds. Some that may mm, ding you a bit in the process. But always, always, when you come out the other side, you can look back and say, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe how strong I am. Look at that. Good for me. Now do that same thing with your intuition. Look back across your life. Look back at all the times when you said, oh, I should have seen that coming. I'll bet you did. I'll bet you did see it coming and I bet you ignored it. Now, instead of beating yourself up for that, Go back and look at all those times and say, hmm, that's evidence. That's evidence for how smart I am. That's the evidence that I can do it. I have what it takes. It doesn't matter that you ignored it. It doesn't matter. You can change that the next time. What really matters is that you acknowledge you knew. And what's more, you always know. There's always that small voice, which is your higher self, saying to you, Beloved one, you know the truth. You know what to do. Come on, out from under the covers, Come on, the sun is up. You can do it. We're here with you. 
stretch. Raise your sights. Look out at the world with fresh eyes. Look out at the world with new vision. You're going to do something wonderful. You have much to look forward to. In fact, you're going to do something wonderful this very day. And then tomorrow, you'll do something more that's wonderful. Because you have it in you. Because you know in your deep heart that there are wonderful things you can do. Sometimes, the wonderful thing that you can do is to smile at another person, to look deeply into their eyes. How often do you have that experience? Looking deeply into the eyes of someone who suddenly looks back with recognition, with pleasure. Ah, what a lovely connection. That, beloved ones, is the nourishment that makes life worth living. Yes, we have those senses too. We operate that way all the time. Think of the joy we experience because there is no shyness, there is no fear. Not here in the higher dimensions. We simply adore each other. We send out our signals of love and admiration. Adoration. And we feel it come back. This is the nourishment that all beings need, that all beings enjoy and all deserve. Create it for yourself, beloved ones. Don't wait for us. Don't wait till you die. Don't wait till you have money. You have the ability right now to create something wonderful. And along with the exercises you've been given this week, you will have your hands full. You were suggested that you think about virtues and every day choose a virtue to concentrate on. Well, for the next 24 hours, let that virtue be your ability to make deep and intimate contact by looking into the eyes of another person. Yes, I'm calling that a virtue. It is a virtue to look clearly and deeply with your heart filled with love. And when you do that, ah, the other person will feel the energy of light like an electrical charge run right through them. And they will be astonished and amazed at how wonderful they feel. And then later they'll think back and and they'll think, oh, yes, he was so delightful. She is so 
interesting. And you have created something wonderful. So begin today, beloved ones. Prepare yourselves. This is practice. It's practice for the most wonderful thing you're ever going to do in this lifetime, which is to be one with all that is. And all that is, partly those people whose eyes you look into. It's the partner you have in life. It's the child who pulls at your sleeve. It's the neighbor who looks across the yard. That is all that is you in your center, communicating with the center of everyone you meet. The center of the universe. The center of all. There is nothing more glorious more exciting, more thrilling than that. I have talked so much about your I am presence. I now try to give you new words, new ways of feeling it, new ways of looking at it. Joining with your higher self and expressing that when you look into the eyes of someone, that is the spark of life that ignites everything else. Yes, animals do it too. Even an insect can look at you. And believe me, they will look closely at you if you look at them from your heart. Notice the animals around you. They will be following you around. They'll be listening closely. They too have intuition. So, we have promised you that you can ask questions. I have offered to be here if you need me or you can speak to my Catherine, who will answer for both of us. We don't have to stand on formality here. I whisper in her ear all the time. So you don't have to worry about getting her to leave and me to come. We will answer together. We haven't done this before, but it's really very easy for us. And so if you wish to hear from me, simply ask your question and we will give it to you together. Now, I'm not going to say farewell or namaste because I will remain here and I will remain with all of you. Anyone who calls me, I come. It is my great pleasure. So now, let us 
turn over this call and see what people have to ask, see what others would like to say. We'd love to hear from those who have been to the healing calls, and we did say we were going to talk with Eve and ask her how her eyes are doing. I'll bet she's on the line. And there may be others who want to come through and give us observations or comments or healing stories. We love to hear those. But questions are welcome as well. Dear Meg, are you there to take charge of the panel so that we can call up these people who would like to ask, who would like to speak with us? Absolutely. Would you like me to start taking calls or would you like Catherine to come back through? Catherine is right here. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Wow, that was fast. (laughs) We did a a presentation in Toronto where Lady Portia and St. Germain had a conversation. And it was pretty funny. I just changed places on the couch (laughs) 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 they came through so we kind of have it worked out now that we can I I can step aside anytime and let him speak okay very good by the way he does often often have more you know in-depth information than I do so (laughs) I will relay (laughs) it or, or I will uh, ask him to come through. Very good. All right. Do you need a minute, or would you like me to start the calls? No, let's go. Very good. All right. We're going to start with area code seven two seven, ending in seven two seven eight. If you'd like to share with us your name and where you're calling from and your question. Yes, my name is Kate. I'm calling from Florida. Hello, Kate. Mm-hmm. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. What You're would you like? I would like um, insight and suggestions about increasing my focus. Ah. Okay. I know St. Germain had some suggestions about paying attention to the things that have happened before, but increasing your focus is my work, my um, special work. And I have, have you seen the um, videos called Visual Centering? Yes. Okay. I know it's, I should say this fairly often, actually. I know that Simply watching the videos does not necessarily allow or, you know, complete the process. It it often takes feedback and, you know, an objective observer helping you with it. It's designed to be, to present the idea and to offer um, some examples of how people can can reach what they're looking for, the, the clarity and balance. Um, it takes a lot of practice. So 
we try to present the tools um, as thoroughly as we can. There's quite a lot in the book that helps. Um, Who Needs Light? That helps you to clear the passageways. Because it is a neurological, a physical experience um, to become really balanced and focused. But there are components. It's, it's physical, it's emotional, it's spiritual, all at the same time. But the physical part is the part that most of us are not taught. And so we need to include that working the channels, literally changing the way you use your eyes, changing the way you use your brain. And that's, you know, I want to let people know this is not something you do overnight, and it's not an instant cure. It's a practice. It's something you learn by working at it. Often what we see when people feel the need to get focused are two things. One is that many light workers, many people who are trying to make contact with others tend to focus forward in their brain. And when you come forward in your brain, you're in the place where you were operating as a child. And it recreates the feelings from childhood. The feelings of being overwhelmed, of being uh, not good enough, of being not up to what you need to do. Those are all child feelings that are reactivated by being forward in your brain. Now, of course, the challenge is how do you learn to move back? Well, when you... I, I usually do individual sessions, and when I do that I always focus on the visual centering because I think it's the most powerful um, single technique that you can use to learn a completely different way to focus. And it's no accident we use that word focus, you know, because it does have to do with our eyes. It has to do with how we use our equipment. Workshops that we do um, are about centering and about focus. So if you can get to a workshop, by all means do that. Um, We're going to be traveling, as we have done in the past. We'll be in many different places around the country and maybe around the world. Um, And we're going to be teaching visual centering. So does that begin to answer your questions, Kate? I had to put her on oh. hold because I was getting hold, some yeah. background noise, yes. And and she popped away from the screen where I labeled it. So oh. let's see if I can find her real quick. Sorry, I can't help you. I don't have any internet service right no, now. No, that's okay. Yeah, and I labeled it with her name okay. so I can find her. And she has. I've lost the panel. Oh, okay, yeah, Gabriella, yeah. it's back, but I think it disappeared from my screen. 
So hopefully she's still listening. She's disappeared from my screen. So hopefully okay. she's still All right. There. Well, I hope that answered part of her question at least. And it's a good question. How do you get more focused? It's a it's really a very profound question. That's I think what everybody would like to learn how to do. So my my answer is keep working at it. And when you look into the mirror, if you're really honest with yourself, you'll be able to see. You will be able to see it if you're off focus. And you can help yourself to fine-tune yourself. And, you know, for those who can manage it, I'm happy to do an individual session or see you at a workshop. And that's where we really... It's a wonderful thing. These workshops are great because each person gets their turn to practice the visual centering. Plus, you get to see everyone else in the group working. And that is such a profound learning experience. To see how everybody else manages it is really so helpful. So, just as soon as we're back in... uh, in our routine of running workshops, I invite you who would like to perfect your focusing to come to one. Very good. All right. Thank you, Kate, for your question. And now we've opened up the line, area code 727, ending in 9780. Are you there with us? Hi. This is Aaron and Laura. Hi, Aaron. Hey, I was wondering if St. Germain would just give me a brief message. Okay. What is it you would like to ask? I'm I'm just looking for for, um, anything that um, uh, Jermaine would like to share with me. Okay. Um, Well, this is Catherine. (laughs) I I do do individual channelings, but... Generally, on this show, we try to keep the answers to when the questions to things that are applicable for everyone. So, if you think you can put your question into some form that would um, that would help others, that would be great. Um, but usually, on the radio shows, I don't I don't do oh, I individual channelings. Oh, okay. 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 Um, right. Just the energy, this, the energy this next month um, uh, from the, the, the planetary shifts are affecting a lot of people uh, emotionally. Um, and, mm, yes. And I was wondering if um, you had any. Uh, someone, someone else had suggested to take your energetic body and kind of buffer it out around about six feet around you, and that that would help with um, just kind of buffering some of some of the uh, the sun's energy and the planetary shifts, and I was just wondering if um, if uh, Saint Germain had any observations or suggestions for people. Just okay, that's a really good question. Wobbling. I'm going to let him answer that. Um, I can feel he's interested in it, uh, in it. So, yeah, let's ask him to comment. Well, my dear, let's let's look at the issue at hand. You're talking about the energies that are coming across the globe at this time, which are specifically designed to help you. Um, The 
as you probably are aware, your DNA is being reactivated. And for those who are ready and who are feeling the energies as a mm, a breath of fresh air or um, the the wave that will lift your boat, you don't need to buffer the energies so much as accept them. Don't try to fight against it. That will just give you a headache. When you allow yourself to be quiet and open, to explore the energies that are coming, to taste them, feel them, pay attention to them. As I was describing earlier with your intuition, let your higher self help you. The important thing is to Remember that this is for your benefit. It is not designed to make you miserable or uncomfortable. And so it is most important that everyone be able to work with the energies that are coming through. This is very different from uh, the way you would respond if you felt dark energy around you. Then you would want to create what we think of as the pillar of light where you extend your energy out around you and you bring the light down through your pillar and anchor into the earth. You can do that as well because the energies from the central sun and the planetary shifts that are happening now will come right through your pillar of light because they are designed to help raise your vibration. So if it If it makes you feel more comfortable, make sure you create your pillar of light and then you will feel prepared and more receptive because you know that you're only receiving light and love energies that will help you. So I think that should take care of the problem, don't you? Okay, thank you so much, Christina. You're welcome. Thank you, St. Germain. We will move to opening up area code 253, ending in 1072. Just let us know your name and where you're calling from and your question. Hi, this is Eve in Seattle. Hi, Eve. Hello, Eve. Hi. Hello. Um... Well, interesting times, you know, Sunday with the healing was so uh, profound. And um, I just was uh, felt the energy so strongly um, in the right hemisphere of my brain and especially around my right eye. And um, I was seeing much better than I had. Then mm-hmm. came Monday, and the minute I woke up and opened my eyes, I realized something had shifted and suddenly... I was back to uh, seeing double and blurry again. <laughs> hmm. And uh, it was, it really, um, it must have upset me because I didn't feel well all day. I didn't see well all day. 
and um, <clears throat> I went uh, when I went to bed last night. I um, oh, wait a minute, that was Monday night. I brought in again uh, Father God and asked for uh, help, and immediately felt that energy and that oh. those sparkles uh, in in that whole right. Uh, hemisphere and just that lifting up and uh, I asked through kinesiology should I go to sleep with this or should I remain focused and it said focus and uh, that went on for a while and then I realized I could sleep and so when I woke up yesterday it was so much better so much better and I was able to read the newspaper part of it that I have not been able to do because it's just been too difficult to read. And um, today I found myself reading, and I realized, oh, my gosh, I'm reading. It's just normal. I'm reading. So as the day went on and my eye got a little more tired, it's, it's just a little blurry, but I tell you, it's just it truly is miraculous what's happened. And I don't even get to see the <laughs> so-called specialist until the end of the month, so I don't even think I need them. I know I don't need them. <laughs> They're going to tell you, this couldn't have happened. That's right. <laughs> so I am just so delighted and so very, very grateful and just feel it. You know what it has done is helped me to, to really have demonstrated so powerfully how close, I'm going to cry, <laughs> father, oh. mother, God and all the masters and teachers and uh, all of them are to us and yes. do come when we require it and ask. So, and dear Catherine, when we ask, that's the key, isn't it? It is the key. Yes, it is. And uh, so, I truly feel it's uh, it's been miraculous for me compared to what I was faced with uh, just a little over a week ago. So it's been wonderful. And Catherine, I do want to say again how much I appreciate you. You're, you are just a warrior for the light. And I'm very grateful. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Eve. And oh, how delighted we are to hear how well you're doing. Oh, that is just fabulous news. Also, thank you for sharing your progress. That's so important what you just told us that you had a bad day the day that you didn't ask for help yes (laughs) (laughs) well i guess that's the answer isn't it that's definitely the answer and you know i'm looking back at it now that it's over i'm glad that happened because it is such a demonstration stay connected Stay connected, and that yes. is truly what it's about. And the and the visual centering is so crucial to that as well. Wow! Thank you for sharing that with us. Mm-hmm. Thank Hooray. you so much. Ah, oh, we are all cheering for you. And it's so. I mean, I just said a minute ago when we watch others do this work. It's such a profound learning experience for others. And I know that you have just helped others. Well, I'm I'm very grateful for that. And 
because I certainly have benefited from others' experience as well that I've heard on the calls and, of course, uh, in many other ways as well. Yes, thank you again. Thank you, Eve. Keep in touch. (laughs) I will. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wonderful. Okay, let's go on to another caller. I'm going to open up area code 775, ending in 1642. Welcome. Good evening. This is Trisha from Nevada. And Hi, actually, Trisha. I called regarding um, Eve, who was just on. <laughs> and as, as Sage would have it, here I am right after her. And I just wanted to, again, express my appreciation for what you dear people are doing and the, uh, the lesson that, that I received from, that, from, from her experience. Um, it was mm-hmm. given to me, and it wasn't on the call itself Sunday, but that afterwards I was thinking, and the idea of her having an impediment initially in her physical vision, and her far vision came back first, and the close vision was still challenged, and then she had the miraculous healing then. And then what she has just shared about needing to stay connected and ask for help and continuing to get that and how that healing continues, but that we work together with the company of heaven in doing that. And we have to do our part as well. And it it was a not just a physical uh, it was a physical manifestation of a more spiritual and soulful and heartful message is how it struck me. Mm. And I, I thought, that is just so exciting. And then the other lady that was shared about, I just wanted to thank you, Catherine, for your perspective and sharing about the schizophrenia and from your perspective how that is so many channels trying to come through at the same time and having to learn how you can discern um, and that you have a choice about saying no to the ones that have the negative dark energy that you don't choose to take in. And what, again, uh, an important lesson that is as well. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so pleased to be able to share in, um, in what, is being done in people's lives and this wonderful learning, growing experience we're all a part of. And I'm just very, very thankful and grateful for that. Mm, Thank you. Um, uh, Yes, I feel the same way. It's every time someone comes with a challenge and then we watch them overcome it. Yeah. It's so profound and beautiful. It is. It is Mm -hmm. indeed. I would like to say one. I have another little bit of a story that might be encouraging to other people, um, Mm -hmm. if you don't mind. Okay. Oh, Um, go ahead. (laughs) I learned. I was learning um, uh, about how Sananda did his healing when he was here. And using the rubbing of the hands together and channeling the the energy. And I had a nephew who was in a very serious car accident, and he was in a coma. And um, I went to visit him in the hospital, and there had been um, 
someone who had done an evaluation uh, that did did Reiki or Reiki or who, whatever that is that uh, that Reiki. they shared with me Reiki is that it that yeah. he, they they saw they had been given uh, insight that he had a very dark area on the top of his brain and so I went in and I did um, that particular protocol with him concentrating very specifically in that area and calling down the energy of the company of heaven and knew that's mm. what I was there to do. And the next morning he awoke. And um, it was just such a blessing to participate in that process. Now, he has an ongoing healing process, which he's very actively doing, but they at one time told him he would not walk again. And he said, no, uh, I'll be out of here in four weeks. And it took him five, but my goodness, you know. And mm-hmm. it's, it's just, it's how we all have the opportunity to participate in one another's growth experience in whatever way it is. And it's just very exciting to be here at this time and have oh, this that's a great to do so. Thank you, Trish. Wow. So we send love and healing energy to your nephew. His name is Ryan, and he is, he's, yes, thank you. I appreciate that. He's in his uh, late, well, in his mid-30s at this time, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank wonderful. You. I appreciate thank you. That. Yes. Thank you, Tricia, for hey. calling. Well, you're so welcome. And, again, just thank you, ladies, and the whole team, the Company of Heaven, and the opportunity to hear um, these messages that you share with us and uh, so clearly, and just the, the, uh, the fellowship uh, that we have with one another in this manner is just such a blessing. Yes, you are the team. <laughs> yes, we yes. all are. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank all you. right. Wonderful. Thank you, Tricia. That was lovely. All right, we're going to go to area code 216, ending in 3453. Welcome. Hello, well, hello. This is yes. Angela. Hi, Hi Catherine. Hi, this is Angela from Cleveland. Hi, Angela. Greetings. Thank you guys for being available. I really enjoy these uh, sessions that we have. Um, my question is, Catherine. At one time, it was said that the uh, I believe it was the Galactics who had some new technology that they were going to make available mm-hmm. uh, to us, and uh, my partner, who you spoke to before, has a project, and he was—he's going to uh, mine antimatter. And I thought that the way they're going about it, maybe the Galactics have a more efficient way of of gathering this. When can we have a, an audience, I guess, or a communication with the Galactics to get this new technology? Well, two thoughts come to mind. One is that you and your friend can call me and we can have a little powwow and ask. Okay. Um, Because this is a very advanced kind of technology you're talking about. Yes. Yes. Okay. And the other is I know that the things that um, the Cash Foundation have put out are really directly from the Galactics. I, you know, he's 
he's a genius, and he's definitely direct line to Albert Einstein, but also... We looked into that. And, have um, you? Yeah, we looked into that, and some of it, yes, we could uh, possibly, we will be utilizing, but something in particular that um, they have not yet, uh, we, we didn't find it on their site. Oh, okay. So maybe we can uh, give you a call and then he can go in more in depth of what it is that he wants to do and and I and I believe maybe the Galactus will have a more efficient way of uh accomplishing what he wants to do. Wonderful. And if okay. they don't have the um either if I'm not able to get the technical responses, I'm pretty good at that actually. I've uh, they had me practice for about 3 months uh doing drawings of how to create a free energy machine. So I've done some of that kind of work. So we'll see what I can come up with and what they can tell us. They will either give us the answer or they'll tell us when we can expect, you know, or how we can expect to get the answer. Sounds wonderful. Thank you, guys, and I enjoy you so much. (laughs) Thanks, Angela. Nice to hear you. Thank you, Angela. Okay. Good night, you ladies. Bye-bye. All right. Let's move on to area code 509, ending in 6309. Welcome. Hi. How are you? We're well. Hi. I have a question for St. Germain about twin flames. Okay. Give us your name and where you're from. Oh, I'm sorry. My name is Dan, and I'm from Spokane, Washington. Hi, Dan. And I've been following. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I've been Thanks. following you on the website, and I'm very grateful for all that you are bringing. And um, I've done a lot of modalities in the last thirty years, and I'm feeling very excited about where we are at this time. Yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? Yes, it really <laughs> is. So what do you want to know about Twin Flames? Well, I want to know if it's becoming much more current right now with our ascension and going into the different dimensions and possibly maybe the question would be, how do we really know when we have met that person that's our Twin Flame? Ah. Um. Yeah. Is, it, is, it, is it more than just a feeling, or are there things to be looking for uh, to be more specific? How about that? Sure. So how about if St. Germain and I answer that? <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Um, my experience is when, you're, when you encounter your twin flame or the higher self of your twin flame, whichever the case may be, it is just unmistakable. Now, people who aren't open to it or who might not be ready for it might not feel it as the most wonderful, exciting, fabulous thing that ever happened to you because it is intense. Um, But it is intense. And the feeling that you have when you meet your twin flame is like no other. They are 
the mirror of who you are. You come from the same soul. And so when you meet, it's the feeling of recognition is so strong. Um, we also sometimes have a bit of that feeling when you meet a soulmate, you know, someone you've shared lifetimes with in the past. But when it's your twin flame, it's like you're looking at a reflection of yourself in the sense that this person, although they're unique and separate, know so many things that you know and are interested in so many things that you're interested in and have experienced so many things that ring familiar or true to you. Um, I think, you know, with people who aren't as far along on the path, on the spiritual path especially, it might be difficult um, if you're not both resonating to the higher frequency that we're feeling now. But generally, your twin flame will be pretty much on the same level as you are. And so the just the, the feeling that you could just fall into step and walk away together and accomplish something wonderful is, is just right there. It's the most powerful part of it it's just i know you (laughs) you know we've done this before we we are of one mind so the feelings the thoughts are so in sync now that's my experience it could be different with others i know that most of the people that i've know who encounter their twin flame really feel very excited and comfortable and and just blown away by it. <laughs> it's so a really a wonderful adventure. A secondary question to that, Catherine, is a twin flame always male-female meeting or is it, can it be same-sex meeting? Can it be, what what is it like that? This is, complicated right now because there's so many gay people here um, on the planet. I think, I, I don't know the whole answer to that question, but I do know that I have have been told there are actually 13 different sexes. And there are every variation and every kind of attraction. So there are no absolute rules this is coming from St. Germain. There aren't any absolute rules about that. Um, our original expression begins with male and female. But both of us can experience a lifetime as the opposite sex. But there is an original um, one male, one female and then as you become, as you go off and live your lifetimes, all of us have lived lifetimes as both male and female. Um, and then as we grow and evolve as individuals, 
were able to come back together with our twin flame. And then the experience will be no longer male or female, but both. Because you both have lived all those different lives of being male and female, correct? Yes. And you and you can really become one. So, so it's really neither... Becoming... I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. So it's really about becoming one, but not necessarily becoming a couple or a romantic partnership. It's about your souls being reconnected and doing something in the world with that. It isn't that you're necessarily love partners or what have you. You're, you're just soul partners. You're, you're, you're one and the same in two different bodies. Is that, am I hearing that correctly? Yeah, not the same exactly, but um, yes and no, I think, because the attraction between um, twin flames is so powerful that I think most often it would end up being um, a physical attraction. I don't think it mm-hmm. has to be. You know, that's a choice. But I okay. think the attraction is so intense, it's com- it's total. All right. I, I okay. really appreciate you taking my question. All right. Good question. Thanks. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. How are we doing, Meg? We're doing well. We're at the... Do we have... We, we have um, about uh, two more questions here. Sometimes they go down and sometimes they pop back up again. But right now we're sitting with two. Okay. Doing good with time. All right. So we're going to open up area code 203, ending in 9339. Welcome. Hello. Welcome. Area code 203-9339. Your name and where you're calling from. No? Okay. We'll Sounds like the, a wind tunnel. <laughs> yes. Okay. Sometimes so if people go away and are listening to their computer, there's quite a delay. So, sorry. Right. Yes, I'll go back to them in just a second now that they're on alert. So mm-hmm. we'll move to area code 503, ending in 2517. Welcome. Hi, Megan, Catherine. This is Cynthia Hi. from Lake Os. Hi, this is Cynthia from Lake Oswego. So, this is Hi, an oddball. Hi, <laughs> this is an oddball question, and I don't oh. know if Saint Germain <laughs> would have the answer. <laughs> oh, he okay. has all um, the answers. You know. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. Especially when I was. Especially when I was. I'm 62, so starting from when I was 18, off and on during my lifetime, I get, um, I just saw you. Why did you ignore me? You were being a snot. And then a few months later, somebody else will say, why were, did you ignore me? You were being snotty. Da-da-da-da-da. Well, I was at work. 
And this person had the same car, same hair, cut, color, glasses. Later on, I'd have a different car, start wearing contacts, different color hair, different hairstyle. Uh-huh. Now, is this an, another aspect of me? Because she doesn't have the same friends. You had a double. So you meant you were at work when this happened, so it couldn't have been you. Right. (laughs) Even my parents' friends go, why did you ignore us? Now, this is coming from adults, not just my peers. So it's happened off and on through the years. So I was wondering, is this a double of me? And other people tell me, gee, I haven't had the same experience, but people keep saying, I just saw you a few days ago over here, and the person will say, I've never been there. Right. So is, is uh, this like an aspect? I'd like to turn this over to St. Germain. I, I had that experience when I was a teenager, too. There was a girl who looked exactly like me, and we had the same glasses, you know, the same haircut. She was about a half an inch taller than I was, but other than that, people would walk up to me three feet away and say, hi, Twinkie. (laughs) (laughs) Makes you wonder where she got that nickname. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'll ask. Let me me go the way and and ask about this, because it does sound like someone who's kind of a double, but yours has been around. Do you ask who the person? Of course. Have um, you been told who this is? They don't remember this person's name. One time I went into a dealership to take a new used car that I had bought, and he said, what are you doing here? You were just here last week. And I looked at him and I said, damn, what's her name? It wasn't me. And he could not remember her name. It was before (laughs) computers programming. It wasn't before the sophistication now, so he had no way to look it up because it would have been a manual physical looking up. Mm-hmm. So well, it's just been off and on through my whole, pretty much most of my life, starting from 18. Oh, interesting. Okay, me, let's, yeah. So if this is his some, thoughts. some phenomenon. But I had other, right, but see, other people have had the similar thing going on, maybe not as intense as mine has been, but they keep saying, gee, people have said the same thing to me, da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Just it's curious. A, it's a, yeah, I think it's a curious thing that other people might have experienced, so let's find out. Well, my dear, yes, you have been um, treated to a, a special kind of experience of having a twin Now, a twin comes in many forms. There are the kind where, you know, both are born from the same mother. There are those that sometimes happen because uh, twins really are separated. But yours is more, let's call it... um, a reflected essence. It is someone, and I'll bet you'll be able to find her 
it would be interesting for you to meet her. It is someone whose essence is connected with yours on a spiritual level and an emotional level. You have traveled the same kinds of experiences, not necessarily together, but very similar experiences. And you have come through it with, well, let's say, an energy signature. It is not only the look, the shape of your face or your height or the color of your eyes. It is something deeper. The energy you express, that you emit, is similar. I suggest that you do what you can to try to meet her because I think you would find it very interesting. She is from what you might call um, a neighboring soul group. And you will find you have very much in common. I suggest if it happens again, make sure you track her down. She must does she still live in your town, do you think? Possibly. Well, ask some more questions because I think you could have some fun with it. You know she's had the same experience. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. People have said to her, well, I saw you the other day at such and such a place and you didn't speak to me. <laughs> so you could you could have some fun with it, couldn't you? Definitely. <laughs> I okay. recommend it too. I'm it, is, assume, it is a spiritual connection. I'm assuming there's a lot of other people, maybe even some listening, that have had that similar experience. Is this common? Um, yes, it can be. Not, not you know, common, common. But there is a a kind of energy that people emit when they have grown up in a particular place, when they're, they are members of a, the same ethnic group, um, and when their life experience has been similar. And as mm-hmm. we know, there are, uh, our life experience goes far beyond one lifetime. Yes. So you have had a very similar soul path with the person you're describing. Okay. And I I think it would be very interesting for you to discover more. Oh, definitely. See what her three X's are like. (laughs) 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 They may be the same person. (laughs) Oh, I hope not. (laughs) Hope not. Great learning curve, but I wouldn't want anybody to go through that. Once is enough. (laughs) You won't necessarily have experienced all the same things in life. 
but it would be interesting. Oh, well, thank you very much, St. <laughs> Germain. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you, Meg. Oh, and one quick thing uh, off topic. My friend lives in Douglas, Alabama, uh, Georgia, which is about an hour away from you, and her parents live in Rochester, New York. How interesting between you and Catherine. (laughs) Well, and plus she's trying to get home, but the weather's been so bad up there in Rochester, New York, she hasn't been able to leave three days because of all the West Coast east coast weather well it's not that bad (laughs) when you got two teenage girls and they want to drive yeah it's pretty bad oh yeah (laughs) so okay thank you very much (laughs) bye cynthia bye okay so we have a few more questions that popped up let me see if i can find the one that's holding the longest let's go to area code three two one Ending in one seven nine seven. Welcome. Okay, next time tell me. Don't wait. Okay. Hi, area code three two one. Ending in one seven nine seven. You're on with us. Welcome. Hello. Oh, she's talking to someone else. Area code three two one. Last chance. Hello. Yes, Hello? hi. Oh, um, hi. I didn't know that my phone was was on. Um, my name is Michaela. I am from Missouri. Say your first name and again for us. Michaela. Michaela, welcome. Hi. What's your question? Um, well, I've been following your show for a very long time, since you very first started, Mm. and I didn't really have a question. Um, I would say that from the recent events that I have heard that at first it kind of shook me a little bit with, you know, my beliefs and stuff, but Mm -hmm. I just wanted to say that, that I could hear that Catherine was being very sincere, very loving, and very honest, and that she's always been that way. And that I gravitated towards that, so it made it easier for me to make my own personal decision because the truth will always show love and compassion. So mm-hmm. pretty much all I have uh, to say. Yeah, truth, love, and compassion. That's a good trio, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it Michelle, is. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, how are you doing? Let's see. We've got about two more questions, three more questions. How do you feel? (laughs) They're growing. All right. Let's see. (laughs) They do. They get down to one and they pop up a few more. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good. Let's go to area code 239, ending in 6562. Welcome. Yes. Hi. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hi. I'm so grateful to. Reach you all, and I want to echo <coughs> the remarks the uh, previous caller made. <coughs> I have and what's your Catherine. name and where you're I'm calling ja- I'm from? I'm Jackie from Florida. 
from Jackie Thank from Florida. Thank you. Wonderful. Hi, Jackie. Go ahead. Well, I just admire Catherine and, and you, Meg, so much. But I do feel I was concerned with recent events and, and a little upset by who to understand and what to know about it. But I just mm. feel that Catherine all along has radiated to me a sincerity and a love and a wisdom that was coming directly from God as far as I was concerned, or the representatives of God that she, she channels. It's a wonderful, wonderful program. And I know that everybody has to learn who they, through discernment, who they feel they can trust. And if we forgive in our hearts and let it play out, um, then, the, then the right thing happens in the end, I think. But I had an, a question. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. My question is, uh, recently um, Lord Ashtar, uh, Commander Ashtar, said sometime mm-hmm. recently that there would be healing um, ships coming to the earth, the extraterrestrial craft, and they were eager to find uh, secluded areas uh, and neighborhoods where, by word of mouth, people could bring neighbors or people they knew very discreetly to to perhaps board these healing ships which could heal people but it was a little premature to have mass landings because the press would be in an uproar and it might disturb uh, the longer range plans but that there would be small craft landing in secluded areas and we should Think about it. Well, I live in a retirement community in Florida in the most beautiful secluded area, and I keep saying, oh, Commander Ashtar, please let me know when you're coming because I want to be in the lineup, and I know so many other people that I should bring to the little ship. So I'm waiting to hear from someone. Mm, yes. <laughs> Are they coming soon, or would how would they know that I would love to – quietly bring two or three people who would be discreet and not call the newspapers or not have any publicity, which is what I gather they had requested. But I'd like to know when they're coming and how I could help a couple of people by by lining them up and telling them about it. <laughs> yes. I have, yes, other people have asked about that too. We had um, a bit of a shift in what we're experiencing so I know there was uh, a response to one question that was Mother Earth is becoming our healing ship as the energies rise and as the the healing powers increase Mm -hmm. and as people are learning to do what Eve described earlier well, it we are so on easy. a healing ship. Now that I'm doesn't sure mean we they, are, <laughs> but that doesn't I'm mean they're looking for a faster job. <laughs> yeah, we're looking for the quick fix. Right? Quick fix. Oh <laughs> yes, I mean these terrible the people here are suffering so much. The older people, and yeah. I thought, oh, to be able to board a little a little craft and have it all fixed. How yeah. wonderful. And why wouldn't that still occur, even though the Earth is a, a healing ship, too? Why wouldn't right. that occur? Right. Well, but I'm going to, uh, you know, I, I haven't heard from Ashtar recently, so <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to call on him and ask him 
um, to send us a message about this. Yes, to renew it, to renew it slowly. Because, you know, people who can not walk or think or breathe practically or uh, Alzheimer people and all that, they're they're not going to be able to sit and tell Mother Earth, please heal me, or send healing to Mother Earth. They really need extra help. So I just thought, oh, to board a ship and have my energy realigned and walk out feeling young and beautiful. (laughs) How wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, we like the young and beautiful part. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that can happen. I will ask, Um, I, I for one, am feeling healthier all the time. I am, Um, too. Hunger, but but, sure, faster would be nice. That's happening, but but a little little more faster. Like, I'll be honest, I've had COPD. Do you know what that is? It's a respiratory Mm -hmm. problem that's very severe. And I have to wear an oxygen tube all the time. I'm tethered Mm. to this thing in my apartment. I can hardly get out. But um, I kept thinking, wow, when that little ship comes, I'll be finished. I'm already making plans to be playing tennis next year, you know. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm already there, and I'm telling people about all this, and I'm saying, oh, please, Commander Ashto, come through with this. (laughs) And let him know where I live. (laughs) So I I will definitely call on him to give us a message and an update about this. Um, And you are doing exactly, exactly what you need to do to get well. By envisioning yourself playing tennis, you're giving oh, your yes. Yeah, you're giving your body the command. And I've re- never gotten down about it. I've been very your, positive. Yeah, clearly your spirit is great. Oh, so good. Good, Now, good. I I talked to Eve. I'll uh, we'll talk more about this on Sunday on the healing call, okay. but um Here's my recommendation. You call on the White Brotherhood until until the ships come. You call on the White Brotherhood. You prepare yourself. You can lie down nice and comfortable on your bed. Um, Call on the White Brotherhood, who are the healing team of bright light, that will come and help you. And you can ask them to give you a name the name okay. of their and they'll Leader? give you a name it can be buttercup or einstein okay. or you know, whatever they decide to come up with okay <laughs> and then you mean someone in their team would be named that is that what you mean well or they or they make up a They're, name whatever sometimes okay. they just make up a name to amuse you oh, but good. yeah so then this is the team that you have asked for, and they will come specifically to help you heal. Good. Wonderful. And when they do, you, you know, you rest comfortably in your bed and you open your channels so that you can feel the energy and you will feel Mm -hmm. a powerful pulse of energy come Mm -hmm. through you and help them to focus it in your lungs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and your bronchial passages and so on, mm-hmm. and to help heal and open and repair mm-hmm. all of the Whatever place. Whatever needs healing. 
They'll yes. know won't say what needs healing. They will know what needs it, but you have to permit it. Oh yes. Oh, I've been asking. Help. I've been asking every night for archangels come, or I want to know. I ask for my spirit guide to talk to me. I can't seem to make the connection. I'm saying, is this really my imagination? Do I, or is someone talking to me saying, yes, you're, you are healing, and you're going to be healed next week? Or I, my hope, I think, has been predominant in my mind. I, I, well. I, don't, don't discount it. Don't discount yeah. it. This is how yeah. I think this is what part of what Saint Germain was talking about earlier. Intuition Yes, oh yes really I is itself. higher self. Yeah. Yeah. So listen closely yeah. and don't discount it. No, I don't I've lived my entire life with a great intuition. I've counted uh-huh. on it. It's been a blessing. I know it's God talking to me. When I just lie down sometime and I say, okay, God, please, can I just be quiet and hear you? And, I, and it's blank, just nothing. <laughs> so oh, I think well. sometimes I'm overthinking it. I'm just overthinking yeah. it. So, so <laughs> don't, don't ask God to just talk to you. You can talk, talk to God. And then just okay. listen quietly and you can ask yes or no questions. Okay, um, I, I've done the kinesiology thing. I've known that for some time. But sometimes it will say yes, and it doesn't turn out to be yes. But that's okay. I don't want to harp on my little problems here. The whole <laughs> audience listening wants to hear the majesty of God's healing and love, you know. And it's that's true. A lovely, that's a lovely way to put it. And you are receiving it because clearly your spirit is high. You're feeling... Very positive. Mm-hmm. I would in, it really encourage you to continue. Oh, I and will. Oh, I will. Call on the white brotherhood. They yeah, really like call that. Call on the white brotherhood. Okay. Uh-huh. And I sort of when I go to bed at night, you know, when I'm quiet, perhaps lay down in the afternoon for yep. 15 or 20 minutes. Or longer. I just say, okay, team, come and visit me. A longer? longer? Yes. 40 okay. minutes. Allow 40 minutes. Okay, do I have to stay awake? What if I fall asleep? Is that all right? It's better oh, if you stay awake because okay. you're going okay. to be actually helping them and receiving the energy. Okay. I'll hear them, will I, or somehow mm-hmm. know what they mm-hmm. like? You'll definitely do. feel them. Oh, okay. Well, I look forward to that session tomorrow or even later tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a great believer, and their angels are all around every one of us. What I feel mostly is sometimes when you'll, one hears that it is done, like um, it's all, the healing has already occurred in heaven, but it hasn't yet occurred on earth, like as oh. in heaven, so on earth. The healing right. occurs in this spirit, in the energy field, which then must, there is a little lapse of time before it actually occurs in the physical. Is that correct? Right, yes. Yes, that's a really good description. As so, in heaven, so on earth, but it takes a little while for it to manifest. Yes. So keep at it and, and let oh, us know yes. how you do. Okay, I Thank will. Thank you, Jackie. I so appreciate you both. It's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful flow of God to the earth. Oh, thank you, thank so much. you. yes. Okay, yes. bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, let's move on to open up area code 818, ending in 4807. Welcome. 
Hi, this is Christine, first-time caller. I appreciate all that you do because I learned so much from you. Uh, hmm. My question is, hi, my question is about the healing. I, when I do the healing sessions with you, I feel absolutely fantastic, but it wears out after mm-hmm. a few days, and I was wondering, uh, what am I doing wrong, or is it like it's going to last long, uh, it takes time longer to heal, or is it I have to ask every day for the same thing? Yes. It's, oh. it's a reciprocal system. We are half of it at least, maybe more than half. We have to keep it going. So um, there's no accident that I'm having these shows twice a week because that's a very common uh, experience, what you're describing. It lasts a couple of days. And then we get distracted or we go on with things and we forget and we're not focusing as acutely as we were. So this is also why we have archives. You'd be surprised if you go back and listen to an earlier show. You will be surprised what you'll learn, even though you've heard it before. So if you listen, you'll find something new. So if you feel you're running down a little bit or you're losing track, go and listen to an archive show. And there are many healing shows. Uh, back over the months, because there was a period when I was doing several a week. Oh. Um, so you can, you'll get something different from each one, and and it'll help you to stay focused. And that really is the key to healing: is to stay focused and keep okay. it going. Um, my other th- question is. Um, if you have different parts that you need healing on, can you do it all together or you have to do it separate times? Oh, no. You can do your whole body. Okay. Do it all at once. You do do your whole body, and then if you still have something that needs, you focus on that next, but not separately. Okay. Oh, good, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that will save time. I appreciate you so much, Catherine. I love you, and I wish you the best. I'm always going to be listening to you because I'm learning a lot from you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Christine. Thank you, Christine. Talk with you. Okay, thanks. (laughs) Bye, bye. So, how are we doing? Are we? We've got about uh, two more calls, and it's um, quarter (laughs) after ten. So that's your call. Oh, gee, I'm. All right, we'll do two, but we'll make them really quick. Okay, really quick. So every quick. time we go back to the board, there are two more. So <laughs> let's just make it really quick. <laughs> and then we'll do to the end, two calls. Okay, good. We're going to open up area code 915, ending in 8370. Tell us where you're from and your name and your quick question. Hi there. Catherine, thank you, many ladies. Good evening. This is Lily Witt in El Paso, Texas. Um, my question is, hi, going back to the twin flames, what if you're, t- I met mine 30 years ago, real quick, I just don't know, 
is it um, he's he's married and I'm not. I'm divorced now. But we met uh, when I met him. He was married and I was single. But he left, and back then I was too much into religion, Catholic. And now uh, I'm divorced. I married and had my kids, and I divorced. And uh, but it's been 31 years, and we just mm-hmm. cannot break that off. So that was my question. I don't know. I don't know if if you can help. Well, I don't know if I can help, but um, if you are, do you have any contact? Yes. That's the thing. We have the when I met him, there was butterflies. My heart was pounding. I was, it was. I was a mess. So was he. <laughs> and it was just instant knowing. Instant. Right. I. I. I was a mess. We cannot break those. <sighs> it's just. Because we cannot break away from each other, and we just can't be together. I'm on a life mission. I'm a light worker. I want to build homes. I want to feed people. I want. I'm a product healer. I want to help. Mm-hmm. He's also into working with kids. I work with kids. He's we're kind of in the same field, but not together. And it's really, I'm going crazy right now, especially with the energies. He was also very ill. We almost lost him. And I was able to help him. He looks great now. But um, I Here's don't my, know. I, my suggestion, I, 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 mm-hmm. pray. Pray for uh, a fair and reasonable solution. That you, with the hope, you pray for the the best outcome for everyone concerned. I think it depends on your contract, your you know your sole purpose. Uh, there's no guarantee that we're all going to meet our twin flame and it'll be happily ever after. But, exactly. But things are changing fast. So pray for the best possible outcome for everyone concerned. And, you know, people come and go. Marriages begin and end. And (laughs) time where everyone is beginning to awaken. And maybe she'll meet her twin flame and it'll, you know, work out just fine. So just keep praying for the best possible outcome for everyone concerned without any preconceived notions about how that's going to happen. Okay. 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 I will. I will. Thank you so, so much, and I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Lily. Bye-bye. All right, Catherine, we have our last call. We're going to open up area code 310, ending in 1099. Welcome. Uh, hello. Uh, this Hi. is uh, Ra- Raisa calling from uh, Los Angeles. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I really love you guys. Uh, you're amazing. Catherine, I love <laughs> you from my heart. Oh, and okay. Meg, you, you are just uh, an amazing, awesome addition. Mm. Uh, mm, I agree. A beautiful program. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I wanted to go a little bit global and uh, ask uh, uh, about uh, Ukraine. And we never talk about or mention Putin, Vladimir, uh, whom I love dearly. I think he's mm. a great leader. And I come from Russia. Um, mm-hmm. If we could uh, address that, that would be great. Uh, also, just a, uh, um, another idea came up uh, when the last caller called. Um, are there any twin countries or twin cities, um, like like we've had sister cities? Uh, does that exist? And then, who is the twin country for the U.S.? <laughs> That's all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Thank you. Thanks. Well, let's let's consider. There are certainly. I have Saint Germain talking in my ear here. Um, cities are made up of people, so you wouldn't find a twin city exactly because it would have to be all the twin flames of all the people in that city, and that's not likely to happen. There are twin planets. There are twin stars. Um, there are cities that that grow up with a, a basis of spirituality or um, energy that can be similar to another place on the planet, I'm sure. Um, So I think the simple answer would be no, there aren't twin flame cities or countries um, because they're made up of people. But the Ukraine, I'm getting a, I'm going to make this brief, but I'm getting a, message from St. Germain that it's a much more complex, much more um, interesting issue than anyone in the watching the media would have understood. It has been an opportunity for leaders to negotiate with one another. It's been an opportunity for the galactics to make a demonstration of shutting down nuclear weapons. Um, There are many things that have happened in that whole process that are really wonderful when you think about it because in spite of all the hoopla and all the um, threats and promises of chaos and so forth, it really has been very controlled. Um, the positive outcome far outweighs the negative. It's given Putin a chance to come forward and show his chops, 
it's um, given world leaders everywhere the opportunity to come forward and back those people who are being reasonable. And it also has demonstrated to the world that that these issues are far more complex than just um, it's an uprising, you should suppress it, or it's an uprising, they should have their freedom. It's, it's not so simple. And so it's required some really careful negotiating on Putin's part, and it has also encouraged him to be more subtle, more diplomatic, and more aware. He is awakening. He is becoming the true leader that he was, uh, that his soul contract requires him to be. So that's the short version. What soul is behind that uh, leader, Putin, do we know? We, um, this is not for us to reveal. It would be uh, the privilege and the right of the higher self and Putin himself to agree to reveal that. It will come. According to the Japanese uh, uh, spiritual teacher, uh, Ruho Okawa, uh, who spoke with Putin's uh, higher self, uh, uh, he states that uh, uh, Vladimir Putin was uh, one of the most famous uh, uh, Japanese uh, uh, um, samurai. Um, oh, that. That makes sense, doesn't it? Shogun. Yeah, Shogun, I believe. Um, most famous uh, name, the name escapes me now. Okay, that that does make sense. I, <clears throat> um, I don't think that this is probably the time on the in the last moment of our show to to try mm-hmm. to reach, you know answers that but yeah it's possible you know we're beginning to see in our leaders when this came up about uh, Sananda's recognition of Obama as his incarnation it takes a bit for things to settle in but once you hear it and you start watching closely you can say yeah that really makes sense and the idea that Putin was a a great samurai warrior makes perfect sense to me. Yes. Thank you, Catherine. Um, I uh, once again want to say I, I have been observing uh, the scenario uh, of the um, breakup. Uh, I'm sure it's just on the surface because as a soul, uh, we are one. Um, mm-hmm. But... Uh, uh, but your ability to handle um, uh, such uh, situation is remarkable and, and sets a great example for uh, uh, for people that listen and love you. 
the people who uh, who come to you and perceive you with their heart. Um, and I certainly have uh, have always uh, listened with my heart to the words uh, uh, spoken because it's the energy that comes through it. Uh, every time mm-hmm. I listen to you, uh, the energy is so uplifting, so amazing, so loving, so calming and uh, inspiring. And uh, uh, even that um, call that uh, that uh, uh, made the noise, uh, mm-hmm. that call came through to me uh, just as any other usual call, and I said, "Wow, this is this is the message we need to listen more than any other messages because of that." Uh, yeah. And uh, thank you for being so classy, so intelligent, and so deep and profound in your uh, uh, example of how to handle conflicts. I wish others would learn from you. Uh, and. Uh, uh, Meg is a, a great find, uh, and I love her dearly. I love you, Meg. Uh, thank you for for your beautiful accent and <laughs> your, your ama- amazing way of uh, um, making it so brief. Uh, you would listen to the whole thing, and then you give us the description that is just so perfect and so beautiful. Uh, love you uh, both, and uh, blessings. And, uh, thank you. Uh, peace on you and earth. I want to add to, to yeah. I've had a lot of good help. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love the Ascended Masters, uh, each one of them, and those that we don't even know, uh, right. but especially those that come through. Uh, they are so special. They are in our heart. Uh, we, uh, we are connected with them every day fully. Thank you, dear. And that sounds to me like a wonderful place to end. And to put on our music and say good night to everyone. And thank you all, the callers, for your interesting questions and comments. And yes, I second. Thank you, Meg. Yes, absolutely. Good night, everyone. Thank you so much. Good night. See you on Sunday. See you on Sunday, 2 o'clock. Eastern. Good night, Catherine. Good night, Meg. No love.